Welcome forward. It is 8.20, your daily 500 seconds of resilience, derived and distilled from the book, Resilience, the Beauty of Presence. Check it out on the 820podcast.com website. Today's topic is the power of Ness. The power of Ness. N-E-S-S. Ness. And that is what I'm trying to ask you for today, for your awareness, for your openness, for your consciousness, and even for your nothingness. What I'm asking of you today is not a first thing. This is what I'm considering the starting expansion point and space that I would like to have and share with you and then for me first. I say that not to take you somewhere or there, just to meet with you here and now in this nest space and have one of those moments when we can cross, cross paths, intersect, exchange ideas, proceed, and grow together. So any of those previously used nest words openness, awareness, consciousness, nothingness. They probably do sound wonderful, and those can serve as pointers, as indicators of progress or of obstacles, and none of them, however, as destinations or as final. On that subject of final, and as a side note, kind of, I have this personal thing uh, that bugs me about the word terminal at an airport. I want to eliminate that word terminal for use at the airport. For example, I would not want to go to somewhere to celebrate the termination of my journey. That may sound very trivial to you. It may sound silly, but I suggest this only as a perspective on the language, on the words we use, and how repetitive use of those words without any applied personal design or definition can affect and limit the ness-ness in your life. So yes, I would change, for example, Terminal A to Appearance A. I'd rather appear at the Denver International Airport from Chicago here than to arrive at a terminal. I know, a very small, silly perspective, and consider that idea and release it or let it go as you desire. Of course, in all of our lives, there exists the other side of the coin. In this case, the nest stuff. So while I emphasize the positive sides of nest, openness, awareness, consciousness, I see optimism more than pessimism. But then the other side, the negative sides, can also help as guides too in our lives, in our journeys. So for example, if you're gonna say, I gave you the positive nest words, here are some, I guess, bad ones or negative ones. Neediness, rudeness, impoliteness, ugliness, 
abusiveness, for example. But those words, if they are used or you encounter them, if we don't apply ego and fear or attachment or resistance or judgment to those words, we can note those instances, just that, as instances. And those things occur in our journey, but then we can release those things as passing thoughts, passing experiences that have come across our paths. At least those indicators happen, the good ones, the bad ones. Don't see them as terminal or final destinations. They are indicators, they are signposts. They can alert you and I to not take that exit or take that approach or take that thought as mine or yours or theirs or the ones that they impose on us. We can choose not to take that exit or that terminal. You can see it as a reference or a destination that you still can choose to bypass within yourself and as a signal that you will not transit to that destination or to that terminal or to that final conclusion. And then not only is it something coming outside of you and impacting or trying to impact or influence your perspective, you can choose to reset those words. What I said earlier, I don't want to use the word terminal at Dulles or the Reagan National Airport. I look at it as an appearance, number one, or appearance, number two, or appearance A, that you are appearing, you're leaving one place, you know, you're embarking on a flight from Chicago, and you're going to appear in California at their airport, LAX. I know it sounds very simple, maybe even very silly. Again, more of the ethereal viewpoints from this guy about resilience and leadership and beauty and power and force and courage and vanity. I understand that. It sounds a bit in left field. But as I mentioned before, and what Mr. Don Miguel Ruiz said in the book, The Four Agreements, the impeccable, the impeccable meaning of the words you use is the first agreement. Now, he doesn't say this, but I'm going to add to that. That first agreement, being impeccable with your word, is essential. The key point. Because again, you remember, many of you, we all come across that training as a child in Baptist or Methodist or any church. They said that many times. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word is God. This is not a preaching platform on this 820 podcast, but just as a reference. While it may seem that you can throw away words, you can say this, don't mean it, but I am offering to you a humble perspective that whatever words that we use, that we choose to form out of our mouths and say to somebody, it has meaning. It should have quality. It should have value. It should be relevant. It should be current. It should be present. So that word is very important. And I come back to my opening statement to you. I'm asking you to be using your words with 
openness, with consciousness, with politeness, with nothingness. From the core of you, at your essence, that you truly want the best for yourself, the best for those you encounter, and the best you have to deliver today in this world of Ness. Thank you again for joining me on hopefully a not so meandering discussion about the Ness of this world, but the positive and negative sides of Ness. Use them all as pointers, as signposts, not as destinations, but how you appear in your presence. Thank you again. Stay present, stay current. It's always a 20.